And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mock. Holy sheen washable. <laughs> Throwing off souls. And the Red of a Red Baron. Yeah, er, er, yeah. Er, er. I like that. Nice seal. Nice seal. Do you think there's any chance Art in Kincaid's Austin Kincaid? I think so. <laughs> I hope so. Welcome to another episode of Getting Balls with Drunk Spots. And uh, yeah, we're here. We're here. Dive right into it. Souls. Yeah. What's up, buddy? What are you drinking? Uh, from the Pepsi Company. I'm drinking Lemon Lime Mary. It's a weird way to say Starry. Kendall? <laughs> mm, 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 mm. Uh, from the Voodoo Ranger IPA variety pack, I'll be having them all. Starting off with the Juice Force IPA. I'll be having them all. Well, I'm going to do a review throughout. I wanted to compare them all. That was funny. All right. Mock? Uh, I have, from what was left in my fridge, a Coors Light. <laughs> nice. From the somebody else probably bought that collection. Yep. Uh, I am drinking from the Riddler collection. A hey, t- hey, those are candles. Uh, yeah, that's true. Fat chance. Uh, I am drinking a 2021 Bourbon County Cherrywood Stout. Oh, that's made with cherries? Uh, yeah, so what happens is... No, so... A guy who went to prison and got the nickname Cherry gets an erection and puts it in the barrel. Wow. Guys. Guys. Yeah. Hello. It's the mass. 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 Hey. Hey. Massey, what are you drinking? Uh, Nothing currently. Oh. Hey, we were just saying before we kicked on the air, welcome back to 2019. All three of our teams are dog shit, and the Rams are good again. Yeah, well, let's not go too far. Um, no. I'm pretty sure there's four people here on the cliff. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm saying you guys are on the cliff. That's fine, but... Let's well, no, 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 no. You're also on the cliff. You guys are watching me fall off the cliff. Yeah, oh, okay. Hey, did you guys hear the golf clap? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Stupid. Don't do it again. Yeah. Toast of <laughs> excellence. Round them out. Shout them out. All right, I'll go first. Yeah. Uh, minus to the NFL and NFL marketing, I guess, for leaning into the script thing by making all those uh, uh, NFL scripts like at the writers' table commercials. But that's pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty good. You know, uh, it's it's week one, and uh, 
it's cool when your team is already in like a must-win situation. <laughs> Big fan of that. <laughs> Not as cool as when your team was in, lost a must-win situation. <laughs> kind of did. Nah, you guys will bounce back. Uh, Souls, what do you got? Uh, my toast of excellence is your Trey Turner for hitting 10 home runs in the last 11 games. So he's got, what, 12 on the year? 23. <laughs> I, I don't have a toast. Nice. I was trying to dial one up, and then last night happened, and so fuck it. Listen, just make it up. I've made up several toasts. <laughs> now, last, last night was a tough watch. Yeah. It's hard to really will yourself into optimism. I thought you and missed... then you just have someone drop a 40 burger on you. Mass, did you give a toast? I have not. Oh, go ahead. Uh, my toast is to Kyle Rudolph for calling it a career. Fuck okay. him. <laughs> Pretty good 12 seasons in the NFL, except for when he was on Mox team. Hey, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Mark, you you missed a pretty monumental week last week. Why? Uh, I announced that I'm not sure if it was just because he was in Green Bay or not anymore, because I'm starting to really like Aaron Rodgers. Really? Yeah, I thought it was really funny how he did the whole Novak Djokovic thing and crossed out Moderna on his Instagram. And then today, today I get the notification Aaron Rodgers greeted at MetLife by running out with the American flag. I mean, who is this guy? <laughs> Listen, this is who he's always he's, been. This is no, no, it has not. No, it is not the guy he's always been. Same guy. Not the same. Just guy. more drugs. <laughs> he's really found that clarity. Uh, my toast of excellence is, and I advise all of you to go watch it if you haven't seen it. But uh, Minnesota Twins reliever uh, Johan Duran, uh, I, I saw a video of his like entrance, and I mean, Jesus, talk about motivating! Hmm. The guy, the guy finishes his last warm up pitches in the bullpen to the Undertaker like gong noise, and then it's just like this like absolute deuce of a bass drop into some like pretty hard pumping Hispanic music and there's just like fire all around the stadium <laughs> uh, who sings the song Bad oh, Bunny. I believe it's like you it's uh Baby Souls <laughs> track name is Huevos Rancheros Gasolina Souls and then my other toast of excellence is to uh I have two the other one is to uh, this person on Facebook who I randomly got like a, a random like ad thing for called Fepimon, not Fappymon, which is a mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I was just gonna make that joke, damn it. So it's just this thing where it's like this grid where you like of like the thing I've always wanted where it's like just select all your favorite Pokemon. So it's just a giant grid. On the left-hand side, it goes down through the generations. And on the top, it goes types. So, like, 
you know, you start off in normal and pick your favorite Gen 1, Gen 2. Now, it does include, like, all those Gigantamaxes and all that stuff. Yeah. But, like, and then at the end, you pick your favorite, overall favorite normal, and you just do that all the way across. And then, like, the last few columns are, like, your favorite starter, your favorite gimmick form, your favorite legend, your overall favorite from each generation. And then at the bottom, there's categories for, like, pick your favorite regional bug, regional bird, regional mammal, your pseudo-legendary, your favorite Pikachu clone, your evolution, your fossil, your favorite regional form. And then you can make it, and then you make a team. And it's just like the ultimate, like, hey, these are all my favorites. And when you're selecting them, there's even a little button you can push to turn them into their shiny form. And uh, it's pretty cool to, like, I'm just looking at it now. I did mine, and uh, it's just cool to see them all, like, scattered out there. I like it. Kendall just texted me and asked why you're speaking Mandarin. Yeah. Yeah, Dick Vermeule. Maybe if little, hey Kendall, maybe if you were a little better in the bedroom, you would understand Taiwanese. Hilarious. Well, this is pretty awkward. <laughs> incest a joke. <laughs> I cannot stay here. And uh Yeah, I made the decision today that Annihilate is my favorite Pokemon of all time. Nice. There you go. Although I did pick Massey for my favorite rock Pokemon on Gen 5. I think it deserves this. Mass? Are you there, Mass? Is anybody there? Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Oh. Is Kyle there? I'm also here. Yeah. Uh, but the Mass is not here. Mm, I might be. <laughs> mass is eating. It's just leering in the background. Just. <laughs> Just intentional ignore. <laughs> I'll acknowledge you when I feel you need to be acknowledged. Yeah. Oh, so we can crack him, right? No. Fuck. Everybody but man. Not cool, I want man. You to, Kendall, I want you to try something different tonight. What do we got? At the end of the show, in a five-minute span, I want you to drink all of the beers that you have and then give us a review. Hmm. Reminds me of the days and of the triple shot leaving TCB. And then, <laughs> hours later, I want you to text us another review. <laughs> Hope you guys like clips from Before the Storm. I have a quick, uh, before we get into our, our recap thing, I have a quick uh, question for Mark and Massey. What up? Mm -hmm. um, what, what do you guys, who, like, what do you guys would think be, not only would finish first, but have the least amount of, like, mess and spill Kyle funneling like three beers like it's a big funnel and there's three beers in there at one time uh -huh. and he keep going and or, or Kendall shotgunning a 25 ounce beer by himself no help it's Kyle's funneling mess the thing is, is like the reason I agree with the Kyle thing is only Kyle. It's no offense to you, but I just what I envision you doing is I envision you getting. Kyle a, can't chug. No, but it's like I just envision you getting like a fifth of the way down and being like, okay, I just gotta like stop, and then you like choke on your own tongue. <laughs> you like cough a bubble up the. Loads it. But I do think Kendall spills a good chunk of beer out of that twenty-five ounce can. 
and is there for the rest of the night. I just want to say I'm a pretty good shotgunner, except when it's time to try to hide the number. That's when I fail the most. If it's a regular <laughs> shotgun, no problem. You're not a good Why are you hiding the number? When we're doing the fantasy thing. So I'm trying to disguise the number until the very end, but I just am incapable of basic things, so... But if it's a no-pressure shotgun, no problem. You're not a good shotgunner because it takes you longer to shotgun a beer than it does for you to chug a beer. That's not true. It is true. It takes you a long time to shotgun a 12-ounce beer. No, no, no. Hey, I got shot trivia real quick. Oh, go ahead. For everyone. For everyone. I don't want anyone to feel excluded. Kyle. Yeah, we don't, want to be, we don't want to be a part of it. Uh, real quick, just a recap. Uh, Kyle's 0-1 in the air. Uh, Mock is 0-1. Massey's 0-1. Paul 6-4. And I'm 1-9. All right. How many players... Odds are better than yours. <clears throat> how many players in the NFL are wearing number zero right now? Three. No, it's more than three. I just saw this, too, on Instagram. Like, yesterday. 30. I'll go with 30. 25. And I can only name one. Fourteen. Seventeen. All right. The correct answer is twenty-two. Did I win? Uh, We're all right. You know what? I'll give it a mock for being the closest. What did he say? Twenty-five. Yeah, but he went over. Price is right rules, man. Wasn't declared. Uh, it, it was a Actually, miss. The, the number wasn't declared. So I'm, giving, right. I'm giving mock the win. Really appreciate you triggering triggering me by using the word "declare" to show I'll never finish. Ah oh, man, that's funny. Just want to, <laughs> just want to make note: Kyle is zero and two on the year. Doesn't I think it's fucked up because you never said an under or over. Uh, listen, Massey's also over two, so don't feel so bad. I said fourteen. Uh, Massey also. Listen, this is just the rules, man. I, I I don't make them. I said fourteen. That's under, not over. Listen, I don't care. Also, Rogers is out of the game. What do you mean? He got hurt. Rogers got hurt. Really? Hmm? Wow. Leonard Floyd sat on his ankle. Hmm. I don't talk about a way to watch Zach Wilson. That's pretty funny. Hey, what did the Leonard Floyd go to the Bills? This offseason? Hey, Jet fans, come out to see Aaron Rodgers play, and he's out for the game. Literally five snaps. Wait, Aaron Rodgers is hurt? Yeah. Yeah. Because you said you liked him. I said, wow. Wow, Mass. It's your fault. Wow. <laughs> wow. Hey. But, hey, he's lucky. He's lucky that I didn't pick him in fantasy because the two guys I picked in fantasy put up a combined four points. Hey, starting up. Jones in my other league. Hey, who just had a, who just had a Pornhub ad come on the air? Oh, that's me. I'm queuing up the, oh. the thing. All right. 
Brazzers is now free. <laughs> Got trivia. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Uh, according to uh, .net, uh how many fighting type Pokemon are there currently in the game? Okay, that's fairly Wait, fighting type. How many fighting type Pokemon are there? Are we talking just straight fighting, or are there like fighting? Fighting, fighting is a type. Okay. So um, 110. Oh, uh, no price is right rules, by the way. I'll stipulate now. Uh, 143. Hmm. Mash, do you want to go next? No, because I'm thinking... Just, just gonna pour this shot now. All right, I'm gonna say how many? Well, there's what nine nine generations, right? I believe so. Yeah. Eighty-one. All right. All right. Mass. Massy. Trying to think. We're doing just straight fighting Pokemon. Well, like fighting as a type. Right. But Art, I asked you if it was dual type and you said no. You said I didn't fighting think... as a type. Like fighting as one of their types. Okay, then. It has to be your bowl. 90. I'm feeling pretty good about my guess now. <laughs> it's 93. 93. Or I was aiming real low. I was aiming in the 30s because I thought we were talking about just straight fighting. All right. Kendall's 1 in 10 on the year. And by the way, Kendall, just, just for you, we've, we've changed the rules now. Every loss is a handle of graves. Oh, boy. Actually, I'm about to do a shot of the oldest thing in the house. Uh, Rebecca basically abandoned this Malibu uh, years ago, so I'm going to have some now. Shut up, Kendall. Cheers. Well, that's bad. <laughs> that tasted like hmm. something you'd... Uh, Something you'd find in the pine saw variety. I didn't factor in mega stuff. Mock just like chiming in right at the end, like, fuck. Rogers is being carted out. Is that real? Yep. And a couple of people I've seen online have said they think Rogers broke his ankle. Oof. Uh, Kyle, I think you lost your matchup. Well, no. <laughs> Zach Wilson has a catch. Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson has a catch? Garrett Wilson. Jehovah's Wilson. Hey, do I sound... Oh, hold on. Hold on. 
Is that better? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I I hit the uh, echo thing by accident. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounded a little uh, echoey there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Riddler, the Master of Ceremonies, are you ready? Let's do it. All right, you let me know if it needs to be louder. Too loud? No, it's just choppy. It's like going in a... Hmm. It's too choppy on your end? Well, I mean, I said, here we go, let's go, and then he cut me off. Well, I stopped there because if it's going to be crappy for you, then I'll we'll just ditch it. Was it the you just do it acapella form? Was it choppy for everybody else, or was it just me? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, Kendall. I think I think we got to I think we got to scratch it on the bud. Hey, that's fine. All right. I got you. I actually might be able to do something. Give me a second to see if it works. Can you send me the link to the music? Yes. One moment. Kyle, just do that for eight minutes. But why don't you do it in a grunge type of type of voice? Do, 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 do. Sounds like a jackhammer. More like a jackass. Hey, mom's a jack. Do, 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 do. <laughs> mom's a jackhammer. It might be a couple minutes to talk amongst yourself unless you just want to go through it. I don't care. I mean, I, I, I really could give two shits about the football season anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to do the thing I sent in the, the thing, or fuck me, per usual? What'd you say? Would you guys like to do the thing I sent in the, uh, the show note, or fuck me, per usual? What would, you, what would you guys like to do? I don't really care for this aggressive nature that you have. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've been nothing but nice to you for years. You know what? You're right. All right, well, you know what? Since Kendall's going to throw a temper tantrum, let's do Kendall's thing. So, Mock, give us a minute on your thoughts of the of your team's game. Um, Hold on, let me start the you clock. Know, the, the, the rain was coming down really hard. Uh, now, listen, I mean, the Giants did not look uh, remotely average. Um. It was just bad, really, on all three parts of the game. Um, it, it, of course, week one, but I mean, it, it's a huge step back from last season, at least so far. Um, week two, it's already a must-win game because if you lose to Arizona and now you're down zero and two to probably what's going to be the worst team in the league, just pack it in. Like, it, it was a. Uh, it was not a fun watch. Anything else? No. All right. Hey, man. At least you get to go to Arizona. We get to go to Tampa and then Kansas City. Well, I, mean, I think we all watched that, that Giants game. And I think for almost all our teams, I feel like something similar could be said that basically right out of the gate, the the one thing kind of just set the tempo for the rest of the game. 
Giants move the ball right down the field and then come away with no points in a disastrous fashion. Just all the, you know, air out of the sails entirely. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I mean, even like like the block kick return for a touchdown. I was like, all right, like that happens. It's fine. You know, obviously not ideal, but all right. Then like the following drive was Barkley catches a ball, hit, pops up, pick six. You're like, okay, <laughs> like here we go. And then really like the offensive line looked awful, awful. They they couldn't stop anybody. Um, and I don't know if some of that starts factoring into where they were just on the field probably for forty five minutes, but. It was just it, it got hard to watch, and I gotta just sit there and and take it. Is that thing like I remember? I used to always you always hear this like, oh, you know, teams that play indoors in a dome, whatever, they can't contend playing on the weather. It doesn't seem to be an issue anymore. Is that that's just that's just old football commentary <laughs> talk, right? I think so. I mean, <clears throat> even if you play at home. That means your other eight games are not in a dome, and you know, like, well, now it could be eight or nine games, but you're gonna play just as many outside as you would inside. Yeah, well, it's something you always used to like that would come up in like any you know conversation if a team like that was playing in any sort of weather. And even I think last night I heard somebody say it, whether it was you know Tariko or Collinsworth or somebody on the field. I feel like I heard that in passing once, and it's like, well. The team that plays in quote the dome played considerably better. So why are we even talking about this anymore? Yeah, I, to me, it's a uh, it's kind of a non-issue any, uh, anymore because of global warming. <laughs> Facts. Take that, Hunter Biden. Um, I'll chime right in on the, the Bears. So everything Mock just said applies to my game. Um, but I think Kendall kind of hit it, the, the nail on the head there. It's just kind of like the uh, we're going to come out and we're going to set the tone and then we're going to follow that tone. First drive of the season, you're on your own 45-yard line. You know what? We put together some good plays. You know, we, we got to a third and medium, hit a big pass. You know, move the ball a little bit. Third and one, quarterback sneak, doesn't work. Punt it. No, let's line up in a wide receiver bunch next to the tight end. No back, no running back in the backfield. And show that we're going to go for it on fourth of the QB sneak. And then do it, and then not even get close. And then, uh, you know, that was the that was pretty much the motto for the rest of the game. The Bears were going to be as aggressive as they were going to be as humanly aggressive, as conservative as possible. I mean, they, they were just, everything, that game was so awful from start to finish. The only saving grace was that the first half was close. The defense did some stuff right in the beginning, and then just fucking was atrocious. I mean, Jermaine Edmonds didn't do a thing. Yannick Ngakwe didn't do a thing. Edwards, or whatever the fuck his name is, the Phillies linebacker, got beat by Aaron Jones on just a slant route. 
just got crossed up on a slant route for a 50-something yard touchdown, which was cool. Um, you know, they gave up uh, like four or five third and longs for first downs after the defense kind of did their job up front. Offense just – offensive line couldn't have blocked a house fly. <laughs> and uh, when they did, the offensive coordinator and head coach thought, you know what, screen, just screen. Don't let Fields throw. We believe in this guy, but not more than four yards down the field. Which, by the way, all offseason, we talked about how much we need to work on his short game because we know he has a good long ball. Well, he uh, he attempted one pass over 20 yards, and uh, it was a fucking dot into the corner of the end zone to Darnell Looney for a touchdown. And uh, other than that, I, I mean, it, at some point, I guess you got to start blaming fields. I just don't know when it is because I mean, the offense, I mean, the guy was under pressure for 70% of his dropbacks. They didn't let him open up the field. He only had the ability to target this brand new wide receiver one twice. Now, both times he did, it was great plays, but he only got to target him twice. They coaching is and, and call play calling has just is awful. The defense is terrible. And, you know, this was their chance to kind of try to right the ship. They could, they could beat Green Bay, go into Tampa Bay and have some momentum on a team that, you know, is still good on paper talent-wise but vulnerable. And they could have gone into the Chiefs 2-0 and with all the momentum in the world. Who knows what happens at that point. But now they're pretty much setting themselves up to start the season 0-3. And, and uh now, now it's just going to be 17 games of listening to if the Bears are going to be able to be bad enough to get Caleb Williams. <laughs> Anyone have anything to comment? So uh, that was one of the I, – I didn't get to watch it at all because we had to run out. Um, out. Outside of the – like, how did Jordan Love play? So Jordan Love – I mean, now – I'm not. I'm not going to be one of those people to be like, "Oh, Jordan Love was fucking terrible." Like, I'm not going to. I mean, he didn't play terrible. I mean, nothing. He there was nothing that he really did that was like, "Oh my god." I mean, realistically, if he if he was if he had played perfectly, they would have beat the Bears by five scores. He he had he had his tight end wide open down the sideline, overthrew him by twenty yards. He had another. He had Romeo Dobbs. Op, uh, you know, kind of open in the middle of the field, overthrew him by, like, 15 yards. And these probably would have been caught and turned into scores. Um, yeah. He threw three touchdowns. The two touchdowns to Romeo Dobbs were inside of the 10-yard line. And the one to Aaron Jones was, was literally a two-yard pass on a slant that Aaron okay. just took to the house for 57 yards. Um, the majority of his yards were kind of, like, run after the catch yards versus air yards. But, I mean, at the same time, regardless if the receivers are open or not, he completed the third down passes on third and ten. Yeah. He looked, he looked comparable. I mean, he didn't look like a world beater, but at the same time he threw for 200 yards and three touchdowns, so can't really say too much bad about him. Yeah. No, fair enough. Uh, Paul, I, think, I... Oh, go ahead, Paul. I think if he, I think if he played the way he played yesterday against Philadelphia – or like the Jets, I think you I think you would maybe be looking more so at like 
195 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick mm-hmm. kind of situation with like a much lesser completion percentage. But the other thing too is, and and again, I'm not shitting on him for having this. You know, it's not his fault. The the Bears the I mean, you know how the Bears you know passed on Jalen Carter twice yesterday, or on the draft. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Jalen Carter as an Eagle had more pressures than the Bears defense did. They they had six pressures on Jordan Love all day. Jordan Love could have eaten Little Caesars pizza and a Lazy Boy and still had seventy percent completion. I mean, he had all day. He had all day. the the Bears The Bears' offensive and defensive lines are so bad, and they went out and they they had all this money in the off season. And I and I said it when they were doing it. They spent they spent all this money on like wow moves for the defense, and like yeah they yes they needed to shore up their linebackers. Sure they did, but they they didn't go after any premium pass rushing. They didn't go after any premium offensive line talent. Why did they lose that game? Because they got the, the quarterback pressures were 42 to six. I wow. don't care who it is. If you're on the six side, you're losing. Yeah. It, it was just terrible. It's terrible. Maddie, Maddie, for blues, whatever the fuck. I mean, I didn't think he was really going to be on the hot seat because, like, they're still kind of working. So I think he's on the hot seat. I, I really do. I, I mean, I don't think he, I, him and Poles. I mean, Poles, Poles skipped over Jalen Carter twice. And I know it's one game, and this is a humongous overreaction, but, I mean, the guy, the guy went out as a rookie and had more pressures on your entire defense that you sunk $80 million into this offseason. It's just fucking terrible. Yannick Ngakwe had one sack, and it was a sack that the offensive lineman stumbled backing up, so he just walked right right up to Jordan Love and just touched him. It, it wasn't like he beat anybody. He didn't do anything great. It, it, the offensive lineman for the Packers had a misstep, and he just walked right into the Jordan Love, and Jordan Love just gave himself right up. He just he tucked the ball, went to, to a huddle, and Ngakwe wrapped his arms around his waist and just kind of placed him gently down for a nap. Paul and I were talking during the game, and I don't understand from year to year like why the play calling on offense is so panicky. Every year, it's like they don't play like situational football, and then it's like they they they're they're like they're, they're treating like they're they're down like fifty points when the score is is you know ten nothing like Green Bay. I don't. It just I don't understand what the the problem is. It's like they're so unsettled. And then they, they make dumb mistakes. They can't get out of their own way. And I just, I don't understand why, why can't they just be smart? The Packers, the Packers had four personal fouls on them yesterday. The Bears were given over 100 yards in penalties and were only able to put together two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. That's it. Two. Um, I don't even know who scored the second one. I don't, even, I don't even know. I know Mooney caught one. I don't even know how they scored the other one. It, it, it was just it was just terrible. It, it was terrible. I mean, there's like and 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 I like I said, I know it's an overreaction. It's week one, whatever. But I mean, they 
they just looked terrible. The the only only positive from the entire game was that that rookie running back looked really good. So we know who's going to replace Khalil Herbert. <laughs> it, that, that's the only thing. I mean, I was looking at it. I, I mean, they played so poorly, and they're going to go in and they're going to play the Bucks, who even if the Bucks defense isn't as good as it used to be, they're going to light the Bears defense up with their offensive weapons. They're going to get destroyed by the Chiefs. Maybe, maybe they can figure something out against the Broncos. Then they're going to go to Washington. Washington has an amazing defensive line. Then they're going to play Minnesota, who's going to light them up. The Raiders, who knows? I mean, the Char. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, like, I'm. They're they. They had all. Everything was in in their their books to, to write this ship and, and and put some momentum. And they're looking at being the worst team in the league again this year. I just want to know why the NFL scheduling committee wants to torture Al Michaels. That's what I want to know. Have you looked at some of the Thursday night matchups that he's got to call? Uh, not not in, in full, but November ninth, November ninth, Bears Panthers. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's sake! That's funny. I, I do have a question for the room. Go ahead. Do you guys think it's dumb that some teams have a division game week one and some others don't? Yeah, I think week one should be a division game and week 17 should be a division game. Yeah, I'm not sure why they did that. It should always always start in division. I I hate I mean, either everyone should have one or don't do it. Like, either they all have division games across the NFL. You could pair them up and or no one does. I, I just hate that, like, a game of, you know, division games are important. And and you throw them out there week one, I, I think it's dumb. Yeah. Um, I figure, Kyle, you there? No, Kyle left. So oh. I'll be right back. Oh. Um, all right, so, Kendall, just go, go ahead about the Steelers. Okay. Um, Like, like we said, for the, the Giants and Bears, uh, the – Momentum was in San Francisco's favor right from the beginning. Um, like t- to be honest, it's a it's a game that was hopeful Pittsburgh would win, but I expected San Fran to win. Um, it's a team that pretty much should have been the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. You know, Brock pretty got hurt. The team is just as good as last year. You know, McCaffrey is unbelievable. Brandon Ayuk, you know, is kind of finding himself to be like the number one receiver, superseding what Debo was. Everything just works on that team. Pittsburgh was just outmatched. Um, a, a big thing for me is like, and we all know this, nothing is representative in preseason. Teams can go three and all as much as they want. Just, it's not the same caliber of talent you're playing against when the regular season comes. Uh, I, I think, to me... Call it what you want, like oh, San Francisco demolished Pittsburgh. Yeah, that may be true, but let's not forget how good San Francisco really is, and how young and you know new Pittsburgh is. So, I hope that it'll be a building block for the rest of the year. I gotta say, last year, like I wasn't f- totally sold on Purdy. I didn't watch many Niners games when I was just like, you know, whatever. This kid's just kind of going on a run. And I think yesterday was the first time I really like watched him play. 
I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, you know, for a guy, I mean, he was what he was the last pick of the that draft, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, I think he has potential to be decent, but it's. Also- I'm not saying he's going to be like an all time superstar, but um. No, of course, but I'm saying it's for me. It's just it's hard to like judge a quarterback until I can see him out of Shanahan's system because Shanahan really he has designed the perfect quarterback system. Yeah, it just San Francisco they show year in and out. Put anyone in and anywhere, and we make it work. Yeah, but you know he he made all the throws. Um, you know I, I can't really say anything. You know negative about him I mean like didn't really do anything dumb uh yeah just that San, San Francisco I, I, I that team is just good I yeah I McCaffrey I gotta say McCaffrey looked good and Ayuk looked really good I think I, I just I take some exception with the the sports writers and commentators of the world be like oh well Pittsburgh really let us down after that preseason. Like, come on. Like, that, that is such it's, a, a meaningless so platitude. It's so stupid because if that really mattered, then Baltimore would have won like 17 Super Bowls. <laughs> right. It, it's just, it's something, you know, yeah, you can get hyped over the preseason. You know, things look good and whatnot, but it, it's not remotely the same. I mean, I think if I'm being, you know, fair to my beliefs, I think. Pittsburgh playing anyone that went to the playoffs last year would have beat them week one. I just think that, you know, not that Pittsburgh isn't good enough. I just think at this stage, those teams are better. And maybe they'll, you know, rise to the occasion to be better throughout the year. But I am i wasn't surprised that San Francisco put up 30 points. I, I wasn't. You know, I, I was hopeful Pittsburgh would play better, but you play behind and, like, you're forced to throw the ball and you know, it, it becomes very predictable offense. It just is. Yeah. No. All right, back. Well, well, one just missed Steelers talk. You want to add anything about how you felt about the game? They got outplayed. Both sides of the ball. You know, Bach already looks to be just fine. Steeler corners can't cover that well. What and was Purdy's injury? It a UCL. UCL, too. yeah. Was it UCL? Yeah. Um. So he had, he had Tommy John that late in his back. Yeah. Wow. How? Holy shit! Because football is not like baseball. I mean, shit, you're still, like, he's still a ball thrower. Like, Kyle Shanahan's system, man, it just works. (laughs) And uh, Christian McCaffrey looks uh, pretty good. Massey, you want to talk about the Rams at all? Um, I mean, Rams came after losing Stafford, Donald, and Cup 2 injury last season, came back out, and are without cup for four games. Um, however, everybody does look pretty healthy, uh, despite it starting essentially JV players on defense. They were able to limit the Seahawks to just 
three net yards in the second half and shut out Seattle, who was a top 10 scoring unit last year. Um, defense looked okay. Pass rush was pretty non-existent, but the um, secondary actually looked pretty decent. Um, the offense looked like 2020 again, and um, I'm assuming that when Cup gets back, as long as the offense can continue playing the way that it was, uh, it'll be able to attack the uh, short and middle of the field even more. Um, I'm personally of the opinion that Cam Akers is uh, mid-tier at this point and could be pretty easily replaced, and I do think he'll be replaced as the bell cow um, at least by mid-season by Kyron Williams. Um, yeah. This this game for me was the one game of the season, the, the one game of week one that I, I really thought, um, regardless, uh, I'm, with the exception of the Jets game, which now no you know no longer fits this criteria because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Um, this was the game that I think is going to receive the most media coverage for like all the wrong reasons. And what I mean by that is just that like there's a like there, you're gonna get all these reports about Geno Smith and about Aaron Donald and the you know the Sean McVay and Pete Carroll and all this stuff. And it's like the fact of the matter is regardless of it's week one or week seventeen, regardless of it's a division matchup or a regular game, this this is entirely what this game this game is, is exactly what this is. A good team had a bad day, and a team that people were underestimating showed them that they're wrong. The Rams still have a lot of talent, a more than comparable quarterback, and a good head coach. And the Seahawks had a bad day. I'm not saying that they're going to be Super Bowl winners, but I also don't, I also don't think that the Seahawks are going to be a five-win team, but the, this is this is that game that like this is the ultimate no overreact or underreact regard on either fan base side in my opinion. Like Rams fans should not be overreacting and rejoicing that they're back to their Super Bowl ways, and Rams haters shouldn't be like you know like oh we were wrong about them. It's like you might not be. The Rams could have had a good day. There's still a lot of talent. Like they were never going to be a two-win team. There's too much talent on the team, and then the Seahawks just. Good teams have bad days. That's just all there is to it. Good teams have bad days. I mean, fucking the Vikings lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks, and like, yeah. well, it was a three-point game, but it didn't feel like a three-point game. It felt like they got blown out. Like, this is just one. Of, this is like the game of the week for me. That's like everybody needs to calm down on both the overhype and the uh, like the, the 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 freaking out. You know, it was funny. I did horrible on my pickups this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did terrible. Actually, I think I uh, Massey did really well, right? Was that you, Mass? Well, I came in Matt, fourth. Because <laughs> Massey decided to pick Kansas City to lose for 16. <laughs> I was confident. And so, Massey, you're I hate this game, or is that the name of your? Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's me. It was so so funny to see. Wow, a lot of green in his picks. 
I'm, I got all the four o'clock games wrong. <laughs> I actually somehow managed to finish in second. It's because I got all the four o'clock games wrong. <laughs> oh, are you? I'm you. Yeah. You got Philadelphia right. Oh. So I got most of the four o'clock games wrong. I went through my picks. I'm like, oh, I'm going to clean up this week. No problem. And then after Kansas City lost, I'm like, ooh, bummer. Pick this, them for uh, 16. After this week is when I get to pull the mock hates this special. <laughs> I get to pull the move that Mike Mock will shit on me for for Why? the rest of my life. Why? I'm What's okay that? With... Oh, I, I, I am picking against the Bears every week from oh. now on. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and take my one-point loss to pick the Bears over the Chiefs in two weeks. I'm picking Kansas City with 16, and I'm doing full confidence. So you're bailing on the uh, the one point for the Bears? Yeah, fuck that. I'm not doing it. Uh, no see, point. I, I, I copied you. I, I really like that idea. Now I feel like I'm all alone. No, well, Mark's going to pick the Giants for one point every week. He's not confident in them winning. I picked the, I picked the Steelers regardless for one point. Kyle will always pick him for one point if he's not confident that they'll win. Yep. I uh, I, I just I, I, I gotta be honest with you. I just I, I'm at this like point in sports. Uh, I kind of just can't do it anymore. <laughs> I just need to commit sports suicide at this point. I mean, my I mean, have you really, like have you just sat down and looked at what my four teams have done in the past year? I'm pretty sure Kansas City won more games last year than all my four franchises have won in the past year. <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough go of it for you. No, no denial there. Always nice when the Cubs do well, though. <laughs> you know, it's interesting, and we don't really have to go in any depth about this. But I feel like the Cubs White Sox thing is not at the same level as like I feel like. There's not Yankee fans that hate Mets fans and vice versa, but there's certainly Cubs that hate White Sox and, you know, White Sox hate Cubs. I just feel like that's more of a thing than the Yankees-Mets hating each other. Oh, I, I, I firmly believe. Oh, you guys still there? Yeah, it got real quiet. Yeah, uh, I'm clear. I think uh, Paul's thing might have dropped real quick. Can you hear me now? Oh, yes, yes. yes. Uh, the, the White Sox and Cubs don't care about each other, but it is definitely the most heated like fan rivalry, in my opinion. Like, I mean, Yankees Red Sox, like you know that that's always going to be a big thing. There's other other ones like it as well, but. I mean, the, the, the Cubs and White Sox, like, they just they just don't like each other. Well, it's, a, it's just it. Like, I don't dislike the Yankees, and and, and unless Mock is, like, being a dick, I don't think he hates the Mets. Um, I just, I don't, I don't really ever come across that in, like, my day-to-day. Well, Mock doesn't hate the Mets because he's not one of those people, like, we all know a person like this, but he's not one of those people that just makes fun of someone for being challenged. <laughs> Snotted on myself pretty good there. The Mets are challenged. <laughs> you just wait. We'll get him in 2025. 
the Mets were a, a, an Adam Sandler movie, they'd be Billy Madison. Really exciting challenge. Um, are there any other games or things you want to talk about from week one? Anything that like matters to you guys? I mean, I think I'll just kind of run through my opinions real quick. Um, the, the Lions looked good. I also, for what it's worth, have the thing queued up if you want to do it. Nah, we've talked about too many games at this point. We too redundant. We'll, we'll try to work on it for, for next week. Or maybe we'll come up with a different method. I, I already have the method. It'll work. It just took me a minute to do. No, 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 no. Not like 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 a different method of like recapping the games other than like the, the, the song. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I think we talked too much about too many games so far. Um... The Lions, like, I'm just going to kind of run down my opinion. The Lions looked good, but if if the Chiefs... Paul, can I interrupt you? Yep. Uh, X, or x-rays were negative on Rodgers, so he did not break his ankle. Is he questionable to return? No, he is out for the game. Uh, darn... I think went down to twenty snaps. The the bummer in the whole thing is right when Paul's like, "Hey, I'm starting to really like this guy." I told you it's Paul's fault. <laughs> you don't think I know what I'm doing? <laughs> uh, all right. The the line. The, I'll just give my rundown on the games. Anybody else can chime in on any other games without after if they want to. But for me, the Lions looked good, but they also looked slow to start like they they weren't dominating in any way um you know if if the receiving core for the chiefs could just catch the 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 lions would have lost that game without kelsey there um you know like i I just like like i think that i think that the laporta kid is going to be a real big deal for the for the lions moving forward i think once jameer gibbs starts getting you know more than seven touches a game it's weird how the Lions did that. They were just like, hey, you gained 18 yards. Fucking sit down. <laughs> um, it, it was kind of weird how they did that. I, I mean, I, I think it's more so just like, you know, young team, week one. I think the Lions are going to look better, even better than they did. You know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't write this as like, you know, the Lions are like the new kings of the NFL or that the Chiefs are no longer the kings of the NFL. Um. Texans Ravens, I think it was just kind of what we expected. I don't think it's really anything. Same thing with same uh hold on one second, guys. Nope. Um Yeah, I mean I it was, it was interesting that up on back. Right. Um Texans Ravens, mm-hmm. I don't think there's really anything to write home about. Browns Bengals, I mean, I'm surprised that the Bengals didn't put up more of a fight offensively, but the Bengals have also kind of just looked bad the first two weeks, the last two seasons. Um, I'm very surprised at how flat the Vikings looked and how okay the Bucks looked. Um, the Saints-Titans game, I think that the Saints started off looking really good and kind of slowed down. I think that that team is going to be a lot better when they get Kamara back. I just don't think Jamal Williams is the right fit for that team. I think he'll be a better fit once they have Kamara. I think he'll be the more fun, explosive gadget back. 
while Kamara can be like the stretch the field back. Um, Falcons Panthers was just Falcons Panthers. I mean, it was two teams that are just in the, the rebuilding process, trying to figure stuff out. Uh, the Jaguars, to me, they put up 31 points in the ugliest way possible. They should have steamrolled the Colts, and instead it was a game the whole time. Anthony Richardson looked pretty good. You know, they, they, the Colts had no business being in that game, but the Jaguars let him stay right in it. Same thing with the Commanders-Cardinals game. The Commanders' offense, we know it's not really that good, but I kind of expected them to just comfortably cover the spread in this game. The Niners look like the real deal. The Steelers, like Kyle and Kendall said, just kind of got outplayed and, you know, maybe maybe, maybe overhyped them, you know, kind of fed into the hype too much. The Raiders are going to, to me, the Raiders, this is how the Raiders are going to play their season. They're going to be a, they're going to be a nine to 10 win team and all nine to 10, one of those teams are going to be just doing enough. They're just going to find ways to win games. As Massey so eloquently said last week, success just follows Garoppolo. Uh, Dolphins and Chargers. I mean, that could be early NFL game of the year contendency contention. Those are two good game, two two good teams, and they showed out offensively. I give the my my team of my my losing team of the week that deserves all the praise in the world is the New England Patriots. I mean, they were so fucking dead in the water in the first quarter of that game, and they made it a game for the rest of it. They they played their hearts out. Mac Jones looked good. I, I really really liked what that team was doing against the previous NFC champs. They should have won. We talked about Rams Seahawks, and then see we kind of we talked about Cowboys Giants. You know the Cowboys. Until proving it's the, for me, it's the same thing as the Lions, and it's the same thing as the Browns. The Cowboys are the smoking hot girl at the bar that when you take home is takes her makeup off and it's your grandma. <laughs> you know she, they're gonna look good for seventeen weeks, and then they're gonna look real bad until they prove me otherwise. You know, I mean, we they have a dominating defense and they have an explosive offense. We know that. This isn't a, it's not a surprise to anybody that they can put up 40 points. I think the most surprising point was that did Dak have a turnover? No. No. That's the that's the more surprising thing is that Dak didn't just make a mistake, especially given the the weather component to the game. You know, if if Dak doesn't make stupid mistakes, then they're gonna be real good. I think but, he also he only had to throw, I think, like 13 passes. Yeah, he only right. scored well, nine fantasy points. But he also but he also has holding on to the ball problems as well. No, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it wasn't, you know, he didn't throw 30, 40 passes. So, to, like... He didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. If, you know, I mean, the Cowboys are going to be good. They're going to make the playoffs. They might not win the division, but they're going to make the playoffs. And for the Giants, it's... it's The Giants, I think, is the same thing as the Steelers. There was a lot of hype about them. You know, even more hype because they were a playoff team last year. Dayball is the saving Christ of New York especially with how bad the Yankees have been. Like the, the, the New York locals are, and, and faithful are, were giants heavy. And it, 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 I don't think it was too much pressure for the giants. I just think that they, I think the giants much like the Steelers just were like, Hey, th- we got this no matter what. And, you know, they both went up against good teams. I don't think there's anything to write home bad about the giants. I think the giants are going to be fine. I think the giants are still going to make the playoffs. And knowing the way the a- NFC East works, they're going to fucking destroy the Cowboys the next time they play them. 
And that's my take Plug. on the week. Come to Boston. What'd you say, Kyle? Did but give up five touchdowns to Boston Scott. Well, he's on on the Eagles, not the Cowboys, but good one. <laughs> Dick. Just a general statement, and I think Massey is also on this train. Uh, Brandon Staley should be fired. Not a good head coach. Yeah, he sucks. I mean, I think the Dolphins deserve to win and we're going to win, but just in general, bad head coach. I don't think Mike McDaniel's a good coach either. Um, I mean, I would give him to the end of the year, but I mean, I've been on this train ever since they gave up the Chargers, gave up that big uh, lead to the Jaguars to lose that game. I've, For me, that, that he should have been fired then, but here we are, and I think the Chargers will be in for more of the same, a team that will, you know, lose a lot more games than they should because of bad head coaching. So here's the thing. Here's my question, though. And you can't say both as a cop-out. Is is he really a terrible head coach, or is it just that the Chargers are doomed to always be an underperforming franchise? Both. Well, <laughs> both cop <laughs> Though the answer is both, um, I, I do right, place a Put it this way. Kyle, if you say both, Trey Turner tears his ACL tomorrow night. Kendall, if you say both, you develop some sort of disease that doesn't allow you to drink. Oh, my. No, I... I... Massey, if you say both, all the tentacles in the world disappear. Both. Never be found. Mock, if you say both, you never get an ace. It's the second option? Both. That a boy, Mock. No, no Massey. You can't say both. If you say both, what's going to happen to you tomorrow? I don't know. Hopefully, I don't wake up. Isn't isn't tomorrow at, at the school that you're at? Isn't it like isn't there Pride Day? Like bring your tentacle to work day. <laughs> I love you wear it like a else. tail. You wear it like a tail, but out of your front. Oh wow! That's only like a nice front tail. Call that a trunk, I believe. I think it's just called a penis. This is my phallus major. Does anybody have anything they want to chime in on any game before we move on? No. Uh, it was yeah, a real bummer fun. to look forward to football only to get shut out by 40. Uh, Brees Hall has two carries for 109 yards. Yeah, pretty stoked that I sat him this week. <laughs> well, that's a good segue, Souls. Kendall wanted to know who is your fantasy hero and your fantasy bum of the week. Fantasy bum is Daniel Jones and the entire New York Giants team. No, 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 no. Like yours specifically. My bum of the week is Daniel Jones and the entire New York Giants team. (laughs) Oh, he's funny. (laughs) So I'm in, and I know Mock's going to give me shit for this because I always say how much I hate it. But I always get asked to be in all these extra leagues I don't want to be in. There's only one league I want to do, and it's our friend league. But I get sucked into all these other leagues. And uh, my fantasy hero of the week is the team I drafted in my work league. The 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 32 team league. Uh, I had a pretty good week. Pretty stoked about Paul's week. Shoot, what do you got? 
I have in that league Tyreek Hill, Brandon Ayuk, Tua Tungavaloa, and Dallas's defense. <laughs> Pretty darn good there, guy. Yeah, I'm currently winning 386 to 110. <laughs> so that's my fantasy bump or uh, studs of the week. My fantasy dud of the week is Justin Fields in every other league. <laughs> no, I won't <laughs> give it to Fields. I'm not going to give it to Fields from the standpoint of. Um, I think he was more so fucked by play calling. My my dud of the week was um. Uh, where is it? I have it here. I, I was winning in Chris's league <clears throat> all week. Or I was winning in Chris's league up until the last second, and then I lost by less than a point. I lost by point three, And so for that reason, I give Dallas Goddard bum of the week zero points. <laughs> that is also my bum of the week. Um, scoring game, Dallas Goddard, no catches. Did he get hurt? No. Played the whole game. Just... Um, and like for me, especially, and I'm I'm like you, like our league is the only league I really care about. And I lost Kelsey; he went down with injury, so I didn't have him. It's like, all right, well, at least I have Dallas Goddard to kind of like you know pump up my tight end numbers and pff, a nice zero spot from him. But hey, didn't you? Yeah. What happened? Didn't you win though? Uh, I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm, I'm most likely going to win. You're winning one thirty three to one sixteen, and you still have. James Cook going, and Tyler Bass. What do you mean you're most likely going to win? You think Tyler Bass is going to miss 90 extra points? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a worried guy, you know? <laughs> Massey, I am, I'm, Massey I'm, sorry. Funny. I'm sorry that I beat you this week, Mass. I don't care. But listen, Goddard's still a bum for this week. And on the flip side, though, my hero was the Eagles defense. Though, uh, you know, the, the Patriots, you know, really, you know, played really well and actually in most accounts deserved to win that game. Uh, I was able to get 22 points out of them off of the pick six and uh, a couple of sacks and turnovers. So here, here, Philly oh. defense. I forgot on my, uh, I forgot on my two other toes of excellence now that we're talking about fantasy. Uh, one of them is to Kendall for before the kickoff of the first NFL game asking me if he could trade for Raheem Mostert. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and doing it in classic Kendall fashion, fashion, asking me which of his bench garbage I would want. And then my other toast of excellence is to, and, and continue and mentioned, uh, Chris Massey, uh, Tyler Mock, uh, Kendall Reed and Vin Purgator, uh, for not changing their fantasy football names. <laughs> I don't care if you still have Tony Pollard, change your name. I think my fantasy team name is fine. Nope. What if I was Pollard Greens 2? You can't have that as your team name. You don't have that guy. Yeah, I do. No, Massey. No. <laughs> All right, Massey, you're going to get this. I, my team name, I have, I, I don't know if anybody saw my team name change. It's a big fan. I saw it. I did not Detroit. see it. Sam Laporta, my team name, Laporta Potty. It's good. That's good. T- so... Paul, you'll get this real quick. So so not to kind of poo-poo on it, but I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I think that's Eunice's name in, my, in Tyler's friend league that I'm in. What, LaPorta Potty? Yeah. That's fine. No, no, tell him to change it. 
doing this. I don't even know who you this is. I'm DK Metcalf. I, I'm not gonna, that made me laugh just because we thought that was so funny at the draft. <laughs> the problem with Eunice. The problem with Eunice is the same guy who doesn't like the Billy Madisons of the world. <laughs> what? Uh, Kendall doesn't like slower people. That's not true. <laughs> oh my god. My, uh, my, my, I, uh, my... I changed mine for this year. Um... After a guy I thought I drafted by accident. What do you got? I changed it. I changed it to uh, Ridley's Riddles. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I lost. You had a pretty big week there, Mike. Mike. Yeah. Your your team your 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 team is going to be real good all year. Really cool. Just uh. The, you know the tight end thing is always going to make me upset. But you figure know, out how to change my name on the app. You know what I kind of realized, Mike? What's that? Your fantasy football career, other, I, I know you won the, the, the trophy one year, but outside of that one year, I feel like every year you're just the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm not saying that to bum me out. I'm just saying, like, you always. That was cool. Like, I'm not saying it to bum me out. I'm just saying, if you're simply, you always have a really good-looking team that just puts up so many points and then just has one real bad performance in the playoffs. Yeah, that was really cool. Paul, are you happy? I don't know. Am I? I'm gonna go look. Uh, did he name his team like "Are you happy, Paul"? No, that's a good name, Matt. That's a good fucking name. Thanks. What is it? Robinson. So he named his team Bijan Mustard. Nice. Good team name. Good team name. Good Google search. Took me all ten seconds. Uh, I, I would like it <laughs> something more creative, though. What? Kyle, what happened? Tell Kyle and his name to something more creative. Kyle, come on! You got a good imagination on you. You should you should think of another name. Just try and spell imagination. Kyle, who is your uh, your hero and dud? Uh, hero. Is McCaffrey hero might be Garrett Wilson? Uh, definitely not. Zach Wilson sucks, and my dud is my tight ends. Dude, same. Both got me. <laughs> I was actually, I was actually okay with my tight ends' performance. I mean, Jawan Johnson only put up six point six points, but that's six point six more points than he was supposed to put up. <laughs> so for me, um, I, I mean. I guess uh, my stud, or at least like the surprise, is Aaron Jones because I got him kind of late. Um, and the dud is Terry McLaurin. That yeah, but guy he did was, a whole bunch of nothing. He was playing hurt. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. Massey, did you do yours? Oh, sorry, Mark. Or so I was even going to say, or even Washington's defense, because I, I, in almost every league this year, I went the route of I didn't draft a defense, and I just kind of scooped one in each league, and they ended up putting up 15 points. Nice. Josh Dobbs is my dad. Well, if you're starting him, you're dumb. <laughs> I feel like how you texted everyone in this group. Individual, like, hey, what do you think? What are your percentages of me starting Dobbs? 
<laughs> he didn't text me that. Didn't text me that either. All right, so it was just yeah, me. Um, in fact, I haven't talked to Kyle in about three weeks. False. To I'm actually very excited for the next four days of my life. Why is that? So every year I do the same thing where I take almost all of my vacation time in the summer because it's, you know, 12 to 15 days that I don't have to worry about sending Amelia to camp or finding someone to watch her mm-hmm. and whatever. So, you know what I mean? Like it saves me, you know, a pretty considerable amount of money because like, you know, we send her to a lot of like week camps and those aren't, you know, camps aren't fucking cheap, but I always save three to four days for September when she's back in school. And those are my hours. What do you got to living room sessions? Oh, I don't, I don't, Need everyone can be home for that. I don't. I, don't. <laughs> I put the "Do Not Disturb" sign on my chest. Like turn around, screencast. <laughs> uh, I, I'm gonna play so much disc golf this week. Nice. Yeah, I've, I've already got a tea time set for uh, Buffberry. It's it's uh, called eight thirty right after the bus comes. <laughs> yeah, my my goal is to play six rounds this week. Nice. Rolled my yeah. leg playing, or rolled my ankle playing disc golf this weekend. What'd you say? Rolled my ankle playing disc golf this weekend. Thanks for the invite, bro. I don't think anybody was around. Did you play in the house? Now, was that just an assumption? Because I didn't get a text. Pretty it was an assumption. I used to golf in my living room. There's be 75 and sunny going to Maple Hill. Are you going to go? I'm going to Maple Hill, yeah. I'm ready to book the tea time. Nice. Yeah. What day? Thursday. I'm going with the disc golf bros and Tyler. That's cool. Yeah. We're going with that Carly girl. Oh, yeah? No, I'm lying about all of this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, he just he keeps upping the ante. It's pretty plausible. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is plausible. I'm friends with Tyler. No, I mean, I'll probably, like, there's some things I want to get done around the house and stuff. You know, I don't know who, who here has been made of, aware of the saga, but the last six months I've been panicking about trying to break into my liquor cabinet because I lost the keys. Well, I found the keys. So now I'm going to, like, organize the basement. So my plan is to, like, play around a disc golf and then do, like, two to three hours of that every day. Kendall had the keys, didn't he? He did, yep. You know what's really weird? There's nothing in the cabinet. Because he had the keys. Yeah. All that's in the cabinet is a bunch of those really, really bad cookies. Famous Amos? No, the, you know the ones that come in like the three pack and like the cheap cellophane? They're always on the, uh, they're always on like the, the, the end cap near the bakery. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 always, they taste like, like weak old semen. All right. Like, I mean, <laughs> I could take like, oh, like the, the, the joking of, you know, being bad cellophane, but come on. <laughs> They're bad cookies. Those cookies are awesome. Peggy Lawton is the brand. <laughs> just just had to throw it out there. Not a sponsor. Yeah. I don't really know how to get in touch with them. 
I don't think they have an email. They may. Just like a follow them on Instagram. Let's see. At P Pornhub. Oh, damn. Hope. Oh. Oh. I, I have a quick question for the room. I, I know that Kyle's not going to care about this, but Kyle, I'd like you to answer it. All right. Um, Just real quick. I have a draft that we can do, but um, we've done a draft in a while. But I would like to get your guys' rankings. We'll do kind of a group, not a group Riddler's rankings, but like an individual Riddler's rankings as a group. Um, Not counting, so like, you're going to rank them one through five, like your five favorite, five being least of the favorite, one being the most favorite. What's like your favorite vessel to consume a beer? <laughs> so like, like, I'm not talking about like shotguns or funnels or anything like that. I'm talking about like, you know, like, you know, draft, you know, canned or bottled, but poured into a glass, bottles, ponies, you know, 12 ounce cans, 16 ounce cans, 25 ounce cans, 40s, you know. Uh, ponies get old real fucking quick. The, you know, well, like just the, the volume. The, the at home mini keg, you know, which I mean, has obviously a much smaller sample size and usually ends up getting poured out in the back of my mom's minivan. Um, <laughs> That was the floor of a hotel room. Yeah, I know. It was so funny. It was funny to look down. I was like, no! <laughs> There's so much Heineken in this carpet. So, uh, uh, I don't care. Whoever wants to go first can go first. But I was just curious what your guys' opinions are. Because the thing is, is like you can take it into certain considerations of like what your favorite beers are. So, like for example, I'm not a really big... like taking a bottle or a can and pouring it into a glass. Like, you know, like, I know that's a big craft beer world thing. You know, like, I'm not going to take a sip of sunshine and pour it into, like, a, a fucking glass and enjoy it that way. But at the same time, you know, I, I I generally like to pour my bourbon counties into a glass, and, you know, that's, like, my favorite beer in the world. So that that immediately bumps the ranking much higher. Right. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing, like, for me, like, I prefer high life out of the glass versus the can. Although I have grown accustomed to the can lately. Um, but like, I prefer high life, out of, high life out of the glass, but like, I like, but like, I like Guinness so much more out of the can than the glass than I do anything else in the glass over the can that like, it kind of diminishes the glass for me. The bottle, I should say. So does anybody want to go first? Kyle, you want to go first since you don't give a shit? Probably a glass, like bottle, like a glass bottle, or like in a glass. Uh, in a glass. <laughs> we talking about like draft or pouring it yourself? Chair. Uh, all right, so draft. So draft in a glass first. Okay, what second? Uh, just, like, in a bottle or can? No, 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 it's one or the other, Kyle. All right, in a bottle. I, listen, this is why I specifically called you out earlier. I know that you don't care about this. I know that. But you made the conscious effort to ignore everything I said after that. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I'm upset about that. Pretty upset about that. All right, Number two is in a can. Okay. What size can? Uh, 14 ounce. 
I don't know the size that my IPA is coming. I don't know the size of it. So 16. Okay, so a 16 ounce can. And then we'll go with a shot glass of beer. <laughs> okay. We just happened zero times. Ridiculousness is fine. Then with a bottle. it out of a shoe. <laughs> and then. Funneling. Cool. cool. So you're just lying to us. No, he's not lying to you. He's just, he didn't listen to anything I said. Basically, oh. he's telling me that I'm not as cool as his Whopper friends. So we're going to go ahead and move on to uh, Kendall. Kendall, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us your ranking? <laughs> Real quick, I just, it's so funny. He goes, glass. And you go, okay, so what kind of glass? There's like silence. He goes, glass. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a glassy glass. <laughs> you know, Falcon Jaguars and Disney Plus. Yes. All right. Uh, my number one is uh, draft beer in a glass. Uh, cannot be beat. I, I get like, I get like, uh, this is this is so lame. But I get like giddy when we go out to like restaurants. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna get a draft beer right now. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, we we watched you have six of them, <laughs> and then played disc golf in the dark because you wore sunglasses in the woods oh well listen that that number is incorrect i think it's more important to mention the nips that had beforehand and after and was a bad outing across the board and would like to apologize to everyone moving on (laughs) moving on i don't i don't care to talk about any more than that um hey mark have you found one of these ice dragons yet uh no yeah me neither piss me Sorry, go ahead, Kendall. Uh, my second will be uh, beer in the glass bottle, and that's where I'm going to uh, tag in uh, the high life because I I do prefer the high life anyway. But in the bottle is just the best. Um, mm-hmm. I I can't say that I've had it. I've had it in the pony form a couple times, but really not enough to like to bother ranking it. And I remember that remember that secret hangout we did where we went to my my job to pick up a paycheck and we bought a case of ponies and drank them and they got us what? Yeah, that was when we got some some hot dogs and then I remember we we went it was like some uh like function where we bought like strawberry shortcake and like brought some to my parents. Do you remember that? Like that, that was a that was that was the the, the ex girlfriend that was her church strawberry shortcake like fundraiser. Yeah. We went we went we got the strawberry shortcakes. We stopped at the liquor store to pick up a check. Got a case. A case of High Life Ponies, then drink all of them in the guided parking lot with hot dogs. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> Listen, we can do that again. Kendall invited me. I didn't invite Kendall. Kendall won't do that because he would have to drive from Milford. It'll be a whole thing. Okay. okay. All right. Let's let's all relax here a second. Wouldn't it be easier if we just went to Deerfield to watch trains? Bring some ponies up there. What do you think? Well, fuck yourself. Thanks, Kyle. You know what I would like to do one time? Thanks for coming out. I know that Massey would be so on board for this. Kyle wouldn't care. And Mark, I'm not sure if you'd care or not. But I'd like to just, as a group, agree to go on a train trip with Kendall and just get Kendall so fucking hammered that he misses a train. Listen, I'll, I'll poop in the woods. I, I'm not sure where the correlation goes to that. I, I'm just, I'm just saying that you know, there's a few things that would get in my way. 
All right. Number three, um, drink a lot of IPAs, the 16-ounce can. Uh, that'll be my three. Um, I have gotten the habit recently of pouring the, the IPA or, or whatever craft beer that comes in a larger volume can, bigger than 12, in a glass just because... You know, I'm I'm doing the show from home, and it's like I have all this glassware. I might as well use it. So I guess I'll put that in the four spot. Okay. And, and at the five, hmm. At the five, I think the the mini keg because it, it's really once a year. It's a total novelty. So I mean, it's it's tough to like. Be like, oh, well, we do this, you know, often. But during this time of year, especially it's Oktoberfest and whatnot, we usually get the Hofbrau mini keg. And that's just, I don't know, it, it's a fun thing. I don't know how many beers you get out of that. I I feel like, it, I guess it depends, you know, what, what glass you're using. Should wear depends. Should, could, would. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's, I guess that's my, my five. All right. I can do the next one, and I was away when Paul was explaining it, so I got to listen to Kyle struggle through, but I think I understand what we're doing. My name is Kendall. Just your preferred way of drinking a beer? Yeah, your preferred, like, vessel of drinking a beer. So, like, no, like, gimmicky stuff, like, dock under funnels. So it's basically, like, I'm going to kind of, like, any other thing you can think of works type of thing, but, like, like draft, you know, pouring it into a glass, uh, 12 ounce right. can, 16 ounce can, 24 ounce can, bottle, pony. So I'm going to go. Number one is the draft beer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go. I think this is going to be a very controversial pick. I love Here drinking beer the seltzer. Oh, dude, I live for that. Sign beer is great. What did you say? Stein. Oh, Stein. Uh, Three, I'm going to go with the glass bottle. Uh, Four, I'll go with the can. What size? Uh, 12 ounce. And... Massey does like his bush. Five, I will go with... The Natty Daddy. The Natty Daddy in the shoebox. <laughs> go with, uh, I'll go with the 16-ounce can, like an IPA or something like that. All right, I'm gonna go next, and I the only reason I want to go next is because I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna be able to draft this, and I think I'm gonna nail Mike Mock's draft with the same draft. Dun dun dun. Did you already go? No. No, I didn't. So thanks for tuning in. Um, no, I think I think this is the same draft Mock's going to have. I could be wrong, but I, I feel very confident about this. All right. From just the simplest standpoint, standpoint of how many family picnics and softball games and stuff like that that there are, the 12-ounce can, number one. Number two is the draft beer. Number three, again, for the same thing as family outings and parties and whatnot, the glass bottle. 
Four is the the pouring it into a glass, specifically a stein, and then number five is the sixteen ounce can. I mean, pretty much. Um, for most drafts, I mean, it doesn't make a difference. the The one that leapt into my mind instantly was a draft Guinness. Oh, dude, it's it's it. it I I'd be fine never drinking another draft beer ever, except for that one. Yeah. Well, hold on. I mean, hold on. There's one other one. The one where Kyle fucked you and you weren't allowed to go to the Pittsburgh trip. For <laughs> um, Which time? No, for Jeff's uh, baby thing. Oh, my God. But the, the icy light beer that we had when it was on draft, it I, honestly, like out of the can, icy light drinks like Natty Light and off on draft, it, it drinks like almost like a like a kind of a crappier craft lager. It's, it's amazing how different it is. I will say during that trip I had the most like splintering daytime beer headache that I've never experienced <laughs> at any other time in my life. Kendall and I did some serious work that day. Could have helped. Wasn't invited. Mock, if you uh, were there, you- we would have had so many cups. I mean, Ken- so we were trying to make Jeff a 20 cup pirates like beer punk set. And yeah. They're- 16 ounce cups. Kendall and I drank at least eight each in a in a seven inning in seven innings of 95 degree weather. We watched we watched a pretty diabetic black woman pass out. Now I'm not saying she had diabetes because she's black. I'm saying she's black because she had diabetes. And we stood there with our beers. Almost as like we were like mascots to it. It was really cool, too, because this woman immediately asked us if we had a problem because the first time we went up, we were like, hey, can we get four beers? And like, sorry, we can only give you guys one each. So we took the beers, we chugged them, and then immediately asked for one more each. How about now? She's like, are you guys all right? And we were like, yeah, we're good. Just fucking make us some beer. <laughs> but yeah, a draft Guinness might be my favorite all-time beer. It's it's without a doubt up there. It it's there's a lot of times like at restaurants when they're like you know what do you want to drink and I listen to the beer list and once they say Guinness I usually stop them. Yeah, yeah. enough Guinness. Like just just bring that please, bar wench. <laughs> I'm a man. Um, but yeah, the the beer stein like that's pretty much all I drink out of at my house. Like anything I drink. Is out of some type of beer mug. Well, Big fan great. of the dimpled ones. Mm. Especially this time of year is prime for all Oktoberfests except the fucking Sam Adams one because it's terrible. Hold on, there's a couple of Connecticut craft breweries that make some pretty awful Oktoberfest. <laughs> uh, Two Roads, not a sponsor yet. <laughs> nice, but uh. Yeah, the Sam Adams one is just terrible. I would like to try to coordinate Oktoberfest for us. I think we missed it last year. I could be wrong. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, producer. Well, listen, we were still in West Haven at the time. No, I know, I know, I know. And then it ended. All right. But, uh, yeah, Oktoberfest beers are awesome. Killer farts the next day. Yeah, there's there's some some extra grains going on. 
I enjoy it because uh, I could really like hot box the the bedroom. Good good stank. You know you know what always makes me laugh now, and and I just thought of this like, if you think back, even just like, I don't know, five to seven years ago. Like, I think we'd all collectively almost drink, like, anything. Yeah. And then now when someone's like, hey, do you want one of these? I'm just like, no. <laughs> well, I mean, five to seven years ago, Mock, you were definitely a humonger beer snob than we were. No, but I mean, like, now, like, there's things that people be like, do you want this now? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't really understand what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we're back to the Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, like, there's certain beers people are like, hey, do you want one of these? I'm like, oh, no. Like, I know I used to be like, yeah, you know, I'll have one. I'll, I'll just deal with it. But I mean, like, why drink a bad beer? Quick uh, story. The, the last party at, at Vinny's before this past one, which I can't remember what it was for, something summertime related. Yeah. Um, the one where I called you Mr. Tullamore do? Yes. What that was the retirement. Okay. So I went out to uh, lunch with my, my dad and my sister's boyfriend. And after the fact, we went back to his house before going to, to Vinny's. And it was kind of that type of situation where he was he went somewhere to like make us a drink or whatever. And my dad and I went to go raid the fridge. And all that was left was uh, the Smirnoff red, white, and blue like cans and... It was kind of one of those things, like, my dad's like, do you want these? And I was like, I think to myself, well, no, but yeah. So, and it turned out they were my sister's, which was even funnier, because I drank them on her. And uh, she was away, so she didn't know until, you know, days later. So, going back to, yeah, um, I would drink anything, even now, and I screwed over my sister. So, it was a win-win for me. Sorry, I kind of blacked out after a part of that sentence, but I know what you're saying. Thanks, man. Yeah, there's just some stuff now that people be like, hey, do you want this? I'm like, nah, I'm good. Could you give me an example? Um, So the, the thought that sparked this was the Sam Oktoberfest. <laughs> when it comes up, I'm like, nah, I'm all set. I'll uh, I'll drink pretty much anything. Uh, but I mean, the same goes for like almost any like cider or seltzer. I'm all set. Like, don't don't need it. Don't want it. Don't even want it in my house. Um. I mean, like triple IPAs can just stop being made. That is who's uh... really drinking. Who's really drinking those? Like, what's well, what I would like. I've had a few. Not, I'm not going to say I've had many. But I, I kind of know what you're saying. It's like... <laughs> all right. So the ABV is now in the, you know, the 12, 11 to 12 range. And yeah. now it tastes like pretty much nothing. There was a time... Uh, so when Stony Creek first put out the Big Cranky, um, this was like... You know, this was around when, like, IPAs were first starting to really pop. And uh, 
I remember for softball, like, I would always just have, like, three beers, then go home. Well, the day that Big Cranky's came out, I believe me and Pat went to Stony Creek, and we each got a couple four-packs or whatever, show up to softball, finish the game, drink three of them in, like, an hour. Oh, man. (laughs) I'm, like, halfway home, and I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) We have a problem. (laughs) <laughs> this road is looking a lot thinner than I remember. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, just some of the beers that are made now are just. I'm like, who's drinking these? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, any sour? I'm good on those. I, I'm kind of of the opinion. I, I do like sours, but that's kind of a one, maybe two and done. I mean, you, that's just Heartburn City. Yeah, no thanks. But from a flavor standpoint, I mean, it's interesting enough to at least try. Like, there's, I think there's, you know, it's it's a novelty. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, well, I mean, when Two Roads did, like, Tanker Truck series, like, I thought that was kind of cool. That was somewhat interesting. But th- there's a point of, like, uh, a diminishing return, like, oh, well, this is a sour in its, um, this is mango toenail. Uh, it's pretty good. You'll find it. Well, you're, you're a big milkshake IPA guy. Yeah. I'm like, it's like my great white whale. I'm no, cha- the only reason I those is because you somehow still think they're milkshakes. Oh, see, well, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, I, I'm chasing this thing that doesn't exist. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't believe they haven't made a beer with heavy whipping cream in it yet. Oh, it'd be like, so how, much, how much milk is in here? <laughs> I oh, look at that other milkshake IPA, lactose-free, goddamn yeah. almond beers. Yeah, no dairy. What the hell is this shit? <laughs> How do you think I'm going to get my calcium? Yeah. Unbelievable. Right. This was going to go on my cereal. <laughs> Who do we still have on the air? I'm uh, here. I'm here. Mass? Yeah. All right. You ready for a draft? Draft, yeah. draft, draft. draft. Can somebody pull up a random draft generator or we're going to order thing? Yep. Got it. No, you don't. I do. Not in your head. No, I have it on my phone. You already have the order? Well, I'm typing it now. Oh, well, you said got it like you already had. It. That's why I was like, no, no, I was like, like, you know, I, I got it. I was like, me one, me two. <laughs> all right. Ready? We're going to draft like. All right, so th- th- there's going to be like a kind of like a rule type of thing to it, like a like a fantasy football draft kind of like a lineup. We're going to draft obviously those biases like with all of our drafts, but your best like all-time like bagged lunch to bring to school. Shut up, Kyle. Cheers, bud. I know you're thinking it. <laughs> so the rule Simply say you have to have one like main coursey type item, you know, like a protein or a sandwich or something along those lines, and then you have to have some sort of a drink. And then the other three things can be whatever you want them to be snacks, whatever. Okay. And we're gonna do five rounds. I'm sure it'll be seven by the time we're done. <laughs> All right. The order goes, Mass, me, Kyle, Kendall, Paul. Sick. I know what Kyle's taking. 
Mashi, will you record us in real time? Uh, no. Thank you. Um, fuck, that's funny. Kendall's just worried someone else is going to take the bologna sandwich. <laughs> Wasn't really counting on going number one overall, but I'll take a peanut right, butter belly. Right, Kyle? Yeah, fuck you, Matt. <laughs> Matt, quick question. Yeah. Are you going the homemade peanut butter and jelly? Uh, I'm not taking what you'd think I'm taking if that's what you're asking. All right. You ever just not know what someone meant and just kind of moved on? Yeah, a glass. Yes, I'm taking. Yes, I'm taking a homemade PB and J. All right. <clears throat> All right. I. All right, so so it was like a a carry in lunch, right? So like hot lunch options are off the board. Right. Yeah. Nothing that they would serve in the actual school. Like you, you know, your mom packed you a lunch. Like, what would be the most exciting lunch you could open up at school? I'm basically thinking like grammar school. You know what I mean? Like when you're like really excited about it. So Kyle, no riblet right. patty. <laughs> oh man. So I'm I'd... I'm gonna take the cousin to Massey's pick. I'm going peanut butter fluff. Bob used to put McRibs in my lunch all the time. What do you mean? <laughs> I'd heat them up with my breath. <laughs> um, you know the turkey and cheese lunchable. Turkey and cheese lunchable. Yeah, it's a solid pick. Thank you, sir. Would you pick the taco one now? Oh my god! Oh, no. The answer is all right. Yeah. There for the taking. What did you say? Bologna sandwich is there uh, for the taking. I mean, it is a very funny joke, but it, it just didn't occur. <clears throat> but yes, it did. With that being said, I'm going to be taking the ham, cheese, and mustard on the hard roll, which was a staple of my lunch throughout basically my entire. Uh, schooling career. Yeah, it's pretty cool though. Isn't it always cool with milk? One rich friend in the group. I mean, it's uh, it's meat, cheese, bread. Look, I had the little gray fucking poupon. If I ask my mom, hey mom, will you make me a lunch meat sandwich on a Kaiser roll? She would tell me to go fuck myself. She goes, you're gonna get it on stale Wonder Bread. Okay, now hold on, hold on. Now, yeah. uh, when I say I, hard I, roll, go get fresh Kaiser rolls every morning for my fresh. Polish cut ham. Alright, so when I say hard roll, perhaps I'm being too uh you know no, too you broad. Yeah. It was an artisan bread. No, no, it's yeah. like it's like the Kendall, Kendall, your hard roll was our fucking day old hamburger bun. Now wait a minute. I'm talking like the the, the Khalees or Mach. Yeah. A hard Calisse. roll. Calisse comes in the, the, the sleeve. Yeah, the expensive rolls that our families couldn't afford. Whoa, whoa. That that thing is like Two forty-one each <laughs> comes exactly. gold wrapped. Did you enjoy unwrapping it from your eighteen karat gold tin foil? I did. Pepperidge Farms. <laughs> back to backs. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the. Uh... Let's see. What am I gonna go with here?
the mm. High Life Pony. Mm. I'm going to go, like, I mean, here's the thing. Like, as an adult, they're absolutely atrocious. I can't stand them. But as a kid, they were great. So I'm going to go with the, uh, I'm going to go with the Capri Sun and Gushers. Nice. It's a good back-to-back. That's yeah, better than the fucking Richie Rich hard roll. Right, listen, the hard roll. My mom roll... woke every morning and handmade hard rolls for us. <laughs> She'd get up at three thirty. Do you know how just pressing cornmeal? Do you know how difficult my childhood was? I had to have fucking sliced ham that was a little thicker than I wanted it. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm I'm taking the greatest. Snack cracker of all time, the Cheez It. Yeah, overrated. I mean, no another shot. fucking, another fucking dick move. We only could afford cheese nips, all of us. Listen, but I this, like cheese nip too. Cheese it. Um. Hey, I was a free lunch kid, so same, dude. All this is foreign. I- yeah, honestly, this was all stuff I watched other kids eat and wish I had. <laughs> yeah, and not one time in my entire childhood that I ever look across the cafeteria and go, "Oh, I really wish I had that hard roll." <laughs> I mean, listen, guys, this this is like a uh, an, an attack yeah. on on bread here. I mean, I was just yeah. I was just pointing out that it wasn't just you know it was something that it didn't have Kendall, a regular crust. Let me ask you a question, Kendall. When you ruined Truefelt's life, were you baking hard rolls? Before ah, I so before I answer this in any capacity, yes. the, the roll I was having was just like something out of a bag. I mean, it, was, it came on the same truck that the Wonder Bread, that the store brand bread came in. It, is, it was a, a six-pack rather than slice. I mean... The bread was all the same. The price point was the same. This was no specially hand-picked bread. Kendall, this came out a truck. You got six hard premium baked rolls to our 45 slices of Listen, there was prime store-bought white bread. Listen, hard only by name. I should have just said roll. In premium, premium, I mean... What makes it premium other than that it wasn't stale? I mean, uh, this is this is a gross miscalculation. Oh, now this guy doesn't have to eat stale bread. I'm just saying that I I am being put up on this pedestal of a guy who's I'm you know sure eating really these fine. I'm really I'm sure it was really tough to to you know grind it out while you were eating your filet mignon, drinking your cab while you were fucking fifteen. <laughs> and secondly, you know, we we've we've been over this many times. I just want to make it. You've already picked your, you've already picked your mom's hand baked cheddar cheeses. I just wanted to be known that I failed the cooking tests, so I didn't get to cook <laughs> right away. Um, so you know, a story that I regret ever sharing is just. I probably me. would be too distracted too by the smell of a hard, expensive Khaleesi roll. That's a fairly cheap roll. Whose turn is it? That's a fairly <laughs> cheap roll. <laughs> Most ridiculous conversation. I love it. Um, I believe it's Mike. I believe I was gonna say I believe it's Kyle. Yeah. 
I'm going with the cheese and crackers with the stick. Yuck. <laughs> Dude, we're doing it as a kid, bro. Wait, what the fuck are we talking about here? Remember you could get you know, that like the... pack of cheese and crackers with the, the rubber cheese that you smear with <laughs> oh. a little fucking... <laughs> I, I was thinking more of cheese and crackers in the shape of a stick, and I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Uh, my pick. Um, Did you know that every day when Kendall had lunch, he had fresh baked crackers and freshly melted cheese? <laughs> no, no. Actually, a, a waiter would come out with a hot like knife and it'd scrape the layer of cheese off yeah, of like a, a wheel. Well for your ability to brag to us about how rich your parents he were. He would just have fresh brie. Right. Actually, it was delivered on the same truck the bread came on. It would arrive, and you'd hear horns calling for Kendall's lunch. It must have tasted really good. That truck ran over all of our welfare parents. <laughs> this was the truck pulling in. Ah, not what I wanted. Oh, is this a remix? <laughs> See, will, will it work? <laughs> I tell you what, that's pretty loud. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Uh, all right. For my pick, I'm gonna take the YooHoo. Nice. It's a good pick. You guys want to know something funny? I was on my way to say something different, and then YooHoo popped into my head, <laughs> and I, that was like an on-the-fly audible. It's a good audible. I agree. Mass. Um. Gonna go with uh, the like red circle cheese crackers. Nice. And then what I had every day in some nice beluga caviar. Yeah. For what? Just want to see if I can get Kendall angry. Um. Like, wait, <laughs> was like somebody else had caviar for lunch. Yeah, yeah I thought I was face. the only one. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take a high C. Nice. What flavor? Uh, the orange. It's none of your business. I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah, we were poor. Was it hard drinking your cardboard boxes, mask? Because I had 20-ounce glass bottles of Coke in my lunch. <laughs> Sorry, ours were imported. They were high C. I actually drank Perrier. <laughs> Spell Sick Perrier. callback. Thank you. Spell Perrier. Hey, do you guys think that there's any chance that the Jets call Brady and say, hey, do you want to come play? That... Would be awesome. Um, so fucking. <laughs> so wait, what was right. Mass' full pick? I see him. High, the Ritz crackers and oh yeah, I see. And high C. All right, Snow, I'm up. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take the um. Hmm. I'm going to take the string cheese. Nice. 
I fucking hated those. That's because you couldn't figure them out. Do you have a cheese preference? Man, I gotta tell you, that was so mean, but so funny. <laughs> you guys remember when High C used to come in a can? No. That was awesome. That was a good time. And also, string cheese is awesome. Yeah. Okay, what do you mean, like, preference? Aren't they all the same, like, type of cheese? You know, I feel like I'm walking into something here. Well, I, isn't it all just like moots? No, there's ones that are like, it's like, uh, it's weird. You, you, never, had, you, never, you never had string brie? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's like a half and half. Have you ever seen that? Well, it's just oh, like a, it's just like a marbled stick. white monster. <laughs> well, mock, mock. That's because you ate all that. Like, you know, you know, the ones you like you, your mom would buy them from the store and they were already kind of melted. <laughs> See, you that's the, funny. The government cheese. Yeah, Kendall's talking about the string Sargento cheese that comes in a rectangular shape. No, 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 no. Cheese knives. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I I asked the question, and then as soon as I heard the the follow up, I was like, you know what? I just walked into this one. <laughs> I'm actually bringing a string cheese at lunch right now. I bring two every day. Nice man. They're prepackaged string cheeses, though. Kendall's are like freshly cut Munster cheese. He rolls them himself. Sure. It's expensive and time consuming, but the best form to have cheese in a cigar wrap. It'll <laughs> make your pick. Uh, Move on, you. I'll take the Dunkaroo here. Well, I think it's my turn. Fuck. Right, make your pick. I'm going to take the Dunkaroo here. I'm just kidding. No, take it. No, I don't want it. I'm going with Cheetos. Crunchy. Nah. Nice. Thank you. I'll take the uh, Cheeto wet here. What? What are you? Dunkaroos, I'm taking. All right, I got back to back. Hey, so I was always in the camp that Dunkaroos weren't that good. Yeah, same. Um, I'm in the. I got back to backs. Yes. I'm gonna really. I'm gonna really uh, liquefy my lunch here, but uh, I'm gonna go. This one was one that was recently brought to my attention of a childhood memory unlocked by Kyle. I'm gonna go with the Trix yogurt, and then I'm yeah. also gonna. I'm also gonna go with the snack pack. Uh, stick pick. Snack packs are awesome. Every time I'm at the grocery store, I think about getting snack packs, and then I know that I'll eat all four of them the minute I get home. <laughs> I'm actually pretty sure there's some in my fridge. Yeah, good for you, man. Preferred Gosh. flavor, Paul? Uh, the, the butterscotch? <laughs> well, I mean, Kendall, knowing you, you're probably was, you're, your house is probably a big tapioca fan. Pistachio. Oh, we like tapioca because it's like we're eating creamed caviar. Actually, it was um, just liquid gold. It was Velveeta we had. <laughs> I mean, I like chocolate and vanilla. So, I mean, any of those three were fine. Chocolate, vanilla, or the marbled one. But ugh, snack packs were the best. Especially, too, like, 
it was something so nostalgic about like forgetting the spoon and like trying to squeeze all of it out. <laughs> yeah, you gotta really just bury your face in there. Oh yeah, you're. I mean, you. I mean, snack packs are probably responsible for most of the like head given to women in this world. <laughs> like, oh my god, how'd you get so good with your tongue? Chocolate pudding. Mom wouldn't let me bring spoons to school. Yeah, she said they were dangerous. <laughs> Kendall only had spoons made out of bone. Anyhow, um, leave us my pick. Um, yeah. Use your boner stoop spoons. Oh, man. Uh, well, Kendall's going to go with his mom's homemade chicken parm here. <laughs> I, will take, I will take the Capri Sun. It's already been taken. By whom? Me. Paul in the first round. Okay, good to know. Um... I will take here. By the way, since I'm the commissioner of this draft, uh, we are going seven rounds because there's three things I want. <laughs> I refuse to be left to make one pick. Okay. I will take the less popular version, but something that I did like. I will take uh, the Kool-Aid Jammer. Terrible pick. Those are pretty cool because they had the clear back and you could see the juice. Yeah. Yeah. End of the day, it's a uh, juice in a foil pack. <laughs> um, it's cool to have parents that could afford juice boxes with glass backs. <laughs> I'm also going to take the one that switched off. Oh, Kyle. That's oh, the like the remember Mondos? The, remember, the, remember the ones that used to have the little flavor thing in them that you could push down? Yeah, those are the best. Then you would chew on the cap like a real addict. Yeah, yeah. And then you go from those to just chewing straws for thirty-one years. Yeah, <clears throat> with a brief stint into chewing tobacco. <laughs> yep. I think the grape ones were the best. Those cool. Those those cool were uh, good. Wait, was... all right, Mark. What do you got? I'm going to take the uh, fruit by the foot. Nice. nice. Good pick. Good pick. Mark, were you Who's a guy good? who rolled it up into a ball and had one shot, or did you uh, go through the, the motions? I, t- <laughs> I tell you what, it really depended on the day. All right, yeah. I like that. It, de- it depended on if we had clean clothes or not, you know? <laughs> Couldn't all afford fucking washing machine. Man, I'm just getting raked over the coals for like 30 minutes. I'm probably giving this away to someone, but did you guys ever also remember the bullshit fruit by, uh, fruit roll-ups that you could use the tattoos on your tongue? Yeah, the oh, one that you, was you yeah, to, yeah, yeah. You had to unwrap and just rip it. That was the one. That wasn't the fruit by the foot though. That was like the rectangle one. Yeah, that was just yeah. the fruit, was a fruit roll-up. roll-up, not fruit by the foot. Yeah, it was just like, hey, you could put this on your tongue for 20 seconds, get a tattoo, and it's like, oh, cool. Now I'm salivating in the middle of the room, and I look like. Somebody that... sitting there with your tongue out like a fucking weirdo. Yeah, that one's made yeah, by look like... Owens Corning. I look like someone like kept Festus. Hair. I'm just sitting there putting fucking drooling, looking like someone Kendall wouldn't care for. <laughs> Sounds like someone in Congress we're talking about. Mass, you got back to backs, baby. You go ahead and take a controversial pick here. Oh, go ahead and take. The oatmeal cream pie. 
Oh, I said it's controversial. That's a good pick. You you keep saying these things are going to be controversial, and they're not. Listen, I pick these things usually, and you guys say that I'm an idiot, and only I would have taken them, so I'm considering them controversial. Until Don't I listen to Kyle. Look, the oatmeal cream pie is good because it's the only cookie that promises you it's going to be damp. <laughs> they should put that on their marketing. I'm also going to take goldfish. Good pick. Snag that smells back, baby. Good pick. You know, I actually deduced the other day why I don't like goldfish. True. It's because my my stepmom insisted us on insist, insisted on us shopping at these uh more like ethnic stores and uh, bodega. We, uh, not not quite a bodega. Is that like where you a, met Kyle? Like a price. Oh rate. man, that's funny. That was very funny. That was very funny. Um. <laughs> No, like a price right kind of thing. And we didn't get goldfish. We got the three-gallon, like, milk jug of whales. Yeah. Yeah, and those are terrible. <laughs> Especially because who the fuck sells a pound of something in a cardboard milk carton? Hey, just in case foreigners. you want to have a trout. Yeah, foreigners. <laughs> Stealing our jobs and our milk cartons. Built that wall. All right, Mock, uh, you're up. Oh, I'm up. I think you're too, right? Yes. All right, you're up. All right. Um, I'm going to take those cookies, Kendall likes. What's the name of them? Doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. No, I'm actually, I actually am going to take Famous Amos. You should have taken Peggy Lawton's. I couldn't get off Perry Mason. I knew that wasn't them. Perry Mason is a family guy skit. I know. That's I couldn't husband. get off of it. That's the husband cookie. I'm taking the nutty. What are you taking? The nutty bar. Nutty bar. I was never a big fan of those in my lunchbox because they were always melted by the time I got to them. Yeah. If those things got anywhere near room temp, it was just a puddle. <laughs> my, my mom used to keep them in the freezer. That's where they had to be. I'm telling you, oh, if they man. got anywhere over 40 degrees, <laughs> you were fucked. Those things are so good, Frozen. Okay, my pick. I gotta go to the yeah. <laughs> Um. All right, uh, I'm looking to cut my mouth, so get the Gogurt. Good pick. The richest of all the yogurts. I knew that was, I mean, this whole thing the has been... The richest of all the yogurts. <laughs> Can I have the... Hey, Paul? Yeah. Which Tricks yogurt was your favorite? Uh, the blue and pink. Cause was the Probably coffee. Banana. It wasn't cotton candy, though, because it was, like, dark blue and, like, almost, like, red pink. I think it was, oh, like... okay. Blue... I think it was, like, blueberry raspberry. Oh, blueberry salmon was the... sick. It came in the same pack as the strawberry banana ones. Yeah, it did. Yep, yep. Trix yogurts were so good. Yep. Now I, I want Trix. It's incredible that never it's a yogurt guy. I know, but it, like, if it, it's just incredible that Trix was like, "Hey, we make an awful cereal, so let's make a really good yogurt." <laughs> well, I think the first motto was like, "Let's dump as much sugar into this as we can." And I was here for it. And kids were in on it. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, Kendall, what are you taking? Go. You took Gogurt. Yes, sir. So it's up to me now. Yeah. All right. I got back to backs. All right. So uh, I'm gonna go with my my sandwich option. Now, if if it doesn't fly, that's okay. I know Massey took the homemade version. I'm taking the Uncrustable. That is exactly what I was referring to, Paul. I figured that was coming. The Uncrustable is so good. And then I'm going to actually double down on the drink. I'm going to take, in what was my opinion, the the best drink of all time. And I wish they I you already, made. I already. I thought you already took a drink. I did, but I'm taking a second drink. Oh, okay. Taking a second drink. I think it's the best drink of all time. I wish they still made this. This was my favorite thing as a child. The canned snowman cool nest tea. Oh, that is, that is a good item. Coolness tea was so fucking good. I remember the commercials were pretty funny. Oh, cool. Uh, there were like when Subway used to have coolness tea, and then for a while it was the only place you could get it. I used to go to Subway just to get that and then get a pretty bad sub. No, no, no. I skipped the sub. Kid, I'm getting the Danimal here. Just all the yogurt. <laughs> Another rich yogurt. <laughs> Man, I gotta think of the most trash thing I could pick. Uh, I'm gonna take the uh, damp Sirloin from tips. the damp from the bag tortilla, the last one. What? Uh, uh, it was a it was a reach at a joke. Yeah. Hey, can you play the cricket sound real quick? Nope, Massey, you may, but it's too late. All right, um, this is my last pick here, correct? No. Oh, it's not. We'll come back. Okay. We'll come back. All right. All right. So I, I, have, to, I have time to kind of uh, botch this one if I want. All right. Um, I will take here the. Oh my God, I can't think of remember the the brand. I don't know if it's a Nabisco, but it's the the square crackers with the the peanut butter and they're they're like orange. The cheese crackers. Those, those awesome. are. Keebler are they Keebler? Keebler or Austin? Um, I, I, whichever one you pick is the rich one. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll take Austin then uh, for for the, the the Texas component. What? What's that Keebler Texas? It's Austin Texas. That, that was the, the the reference I was making. You're an idiot. Should I have taken the Keebler one? Uh, the well, books, yeah. well, then, well, then what was it being idiot for? Good joke. Up yours, you shrew. Anybody All right. Else, anybody else think that Kendall's going to end up taking the raisin for his last pick? No <laughs> shot. I do have to pee real quick, though. I'll be back. Um, This is one of my favorites. You guys will probably shit on it. The pretzel stick. Solid. It's a good food. It's a good snack. I just I don't know if I would have like been jazzed about it in my lunch. I loved it. I loved the salt at the end. Yeah, I used to eat all the salt at the bottom of the bag, and now I'm dying. <laughs> I was a big fan of the pretzel sticks. You guys remember when Kendall said he was going to give us beer reviews after every beer he finished, and then didn't do it? Maybe yeah, we should end it. This is my pick, right? Your pick. All right. Uh, I'm actually... Uh, so I have one more after this, right? Correct. 
All right. I'm going with the potato stick. Nice. It's a good pick. Those are good. He's going like 6,000. What? Then they come like in a big 10. I mean, they could. Um, I'm gonna go with Andy Cap's hot fries here. Fuck! You know what sucks is I was saying fucking potato stick, and I was like, hot fries will get back. God damn it! End the show. <laughs> it made you feel any better? I was waiting on potato sticks. So, fuck. That doesn't make him feel any better. <laughs> Kyle, do you have your next pick lined up? Uh, not yet. I'm going to send you what your pick is going to be. Your little piss Kendall off? No, I just know this is what Kyle would want to pick. Then... Is it going to be the 8-ounce Mountain Dews? Ha! <laughs> be laugh pretty good. I'm uh, torn on a couple, but... Kyle, am I right? Uh, one of the variations, yes. I, you I don't know it. which one, though. Those didn't come out until after I was a kid. Yeah, but you can still pick them. All right. Uncrustables weren't around when we were kids. They were, like, just kind of starting. Yeah, yeah they weren't really popular yet. Only only people like Kendall had them. Yeah, I saw them live before they were popular. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for a bit of a deep cut here. Do you guys remember uh, Kudos Bars? Fucking love oh, deep yes. cut snacks like that. Kudos are sick. Yeah, those are good. The rich, yeah. rich fucking yeah. granola. Sorry, it was store brand granola bars for me. Yeah. When my mom got paid her, you know, her fucking once a year paycheck, we might get chewy bars. My butler would bring us to ones with M and M's and feed them to us. You guys remember when Nestle? used to just, like, the chocolate powder was just called Quick. It was just called Nestle Quick instead of Nesquik. I do. Yeah. We had it so much kids. I remember it. Ovaltine. Ovaltine, please. More Ovaltine, please. <laughs> and I remember it. even as a kid watching those commercials, like, these kids are fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> should call it Roundtine. The cup is round. The container's round. It's an old Seinfeld joke for those guys who, uh, anyhow, uh, whose pick is it? Max, did you pick uh, two? Yeah. Oh, it's my pick? Fri- yeah, I had hot fries and kudos bars. Goddamn, the fucking hot fries. Two great picks. Yeah. Man, the Jets uh, also. So. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna still take the backup thing I have here. I'm going with the handicap cheddar fries. Nice. I'm going with the circus animal crackers. Man, I thought you were gonna say circus peanuts. And I, was like, <laughs> I did what? too, and I was about to lose my shit. Good fucking pick. I like animal circus crackers. Peanuts. Circus uh, peanuts might be the worst snack of all time. I just got to find the most expensive snack of all time. Yeah. Um, 
I doubt this was picked while I was urinating. Um, big fan of this. Had this all the time. I'm going to take Chex Mix here. All did actually take that. Did you take Chex Mix? Um, D- did he? I don't think so. I, 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 I don't think so. I couldn't hear you over your money. Mock. He didn't. Yeah. I just wanted to fuck with Kendall and was hoping Paul would go with it. I can't believe you let this pick go. Well, I still get to pick, so what is it? I can't tell you. Kyle, please tell me. Right, I'll tell you. I'll text it to you. It's the uh, rim you... off of ham. He's, he's the last pick, Kyle. Just tell him. Just it's not... Can we have one more? No. Yeah, the last pick. No. So tell me it. He's going to take the sea salt Trisket here. <laughs> I want this, the suspense. You know, Kyle, I was thinking that, but the problem is I already have too many sweet items because I have snack packs. I have yogurt. I need a salty item. I'm going to go with the 3D Doritos. I, damn, I didn't think those were going to get picked. The, oh, man, those nacho cheese 3D Doritos with the grooves in them, those hit different. They still make them. No, they started making them again, and they're small. Well, yeah. Same. Yes, they are smaller. Yeah, you know what? The, you know what my favorite like chip snack of all time was that I wish they would bring back were Cheeto Twists. Cheeto Twists yeah. were very good. Yeah, um, Kyle, Kyle takes me Rice Krispie treats. Yeah. Fuck. Um, <laughs> honorable mention to the honey bun. The honey bun. I mean, basically, honorable mention to everything in the Little Debbie category. Yeah. I mean, like. As well, an I was, adult, I don't want anything. To, as an adult, I want nothing to do with most of them. But like as a kid, I would fuck up cosmic brownies and zebra cakes all day. Yeah. Did anyone like um, the um, the Bachman pretzel sticks, where it was like the little yellow container? You got like seven thousand little pretzel sticks, or no? Nah? Uh, Kyle took pretzel Kyle, sticks. Yeah, oh, he did. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was a big fan of that uh, Beverly Hills name brand you just put out there. What Bachman? Did anyone else have the Gucci? Um, Pretzel oh, sticks? The, the salmon paste? Excellent. <laughs> the salmon paste? <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. Kendall, Kendall couldn't hang out with us because he was, he was anybody, eating or had Lunchables. Does anybody else remember Yogos? Yeah. Yeah. Kendall, how often did you have wasabi peas? And... Uh, you know, I really considered taking them with the last pick. I really, really did. Also, do you remember the be- do you remember the best like gummy pouch of all time? Shoot, the Scooby Doo ones were pretty good, but do you remember Shark Bites? Oh yes. yes. Shark Bites were awesome. The thing I remember about the Scooby Doo one is the light blue one. Mm. Yeah, Scooby. That one was just for whatever reason a completely different texture. Yeah. Uh-huh. Weird. There's uh-huh. so many. Snacks too that like do you, do you guys remember the uh the swoops? Yeah, the little chips, the chocolate covered chips. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes your parent would get you those like fucking like you know Kyle mentioned those crackers with the cheese. They yeah. used to make they used to make the same container but with carrots. Yeah. Uh... There's a lot of other snacks that like I wanted to mention, but they weren't really like lunch snacks, so I like didn't. Yeah. Like bagel bites, yep, They're pretty good. Push pops. I used to fuck um, up a lot of pops. 
Could do a separate after school snack like one. How? Um I just saw a stand up comedy bit. Um I can't think of the comedian's name at the off the top of my head. But she was talking about how uh push pops pretty much just made a generation of teaching girls how to blow people. Yeah, and snack pack made a generation of dudes being able to <laughs> Oral sex has really come full circle because of our nineties lunches. They were just like, hey, eat this pop. Yeah. You're going to be popular one day. Get ready. OnlyFans is only 20 years away. Just make sure you put your hair up before you eat that push pop. It'll really give it some extra juice. <laughs> what do you say, Kyle? Teddy Grahams. Dude, the honey Teddy Grahams are fucking awesome. <clears throat> the chocolate ones, though, are not good. The chocolate ones suck ass. But those honey ones fucking slap. Yeah. 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 Fuck. I wish we didn't do this at 1030 at night. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you guys remember what was really bad, though, that a lot of people really liked? What's Uh, that? The, the Oreos ice cream or uh, can, uh cereal, those were those were bad. Oreo O's, you know, uh, I feel like it caught a lot of unnecessary flack. Does it turn milk blue? It wasn't good. My thing oh. is, is like it was, it was fine. You know what was really good though? Do you guys remember the Jello brand pudding pops? You know, I, I was gonna take those. Those were so. I was, oh, I was gonna like, draft them. I forgot. Do you remember Grips? I I remember Grips. They were like those little bags of like like instead like instead of like chocolate chip cookies, they were like little chocolate like they were like chocolate chip sized chocolate chip cookies. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Those were cool. Yeah, those were good. I remember. I forgot about those. Oh yeah. Oh. I, I I gotta go do a living room session right now. <laughs> oh, get the do not disturb sign. I don't need it. I'm gonna pour golden grams all over my chest. Like disturb. <laughs> I really like golden grams. It's part of my list of geriatric foods I'm starting to enjoy. There's just no reason to really like golden grams. It's just fucking not. Hey, just not. It's a simple treat. And oh fuck! I forgot to draft my favorite damn cookie of all time. What's that? Vanilla wafer. It's an underrated cookie. So good. I'm also surprised Chips Ahoy didn't go. Just a solid, solid snack. A little four pack of them. I think. Uh, I think it's okay. I like them. Like Chips Ahoy. They're fine. They're fine. I but I mean, in, in the world of like snack cookies. They're probably third. I'd rather have a Chips Ahoy than an Oreo. What do you have in behind, Mark? I, I was going to say, they're, they're, for me, they're behind the Golden Oreo and the Nutter Butter. Well, so, like, I don't consider, so like, like, I'm thinking more of, like, just, like, the standard cookie. Like, like not, like, the, like, like, I mean, I know that they're most commonly referred to Oreos, but, like, those are more, like, sandwich cookies. It's, like, a different thing. I think we can all agree, though, that Chewy Chips Ahoy should never have been a thing. 
it's kind of a low tier cookie. I agree. Chewy chips I, uh, are pretty awful. I, I'm gonna have to agree to dis- disagree there. You like Chewy Chips Ahoy? I mean, they're fine. And as a kid, I did. I mean, I haven't oh. had one in probably 20 years. Just but like, I remember hey, when I was younger, I was in. These are the Chips Ahoy's that we made in Florida. They're already humid. <laughs> oh, all right. Anyway. All right. Uh, beer reviews. Mock, how was your course like? You know, fine. <laughs> it wasn't. Kendall, how was your... Or Kyle, how was your starry? It was great. A lot of citrus notes? Eating a honey bun. Uh, Massey, how was your Don Julio 70th anniversary? Uh, if I had had any tonight, it would have been fantastic. Oh, damn. I took the gamble that you went and got some at some point. I haven't had anything to drink tonight. <clears throat> uh, Kendall, how were your beers that you never reviewed during the show that you said you were going to review? Well, I saved them. Well, we had a good flow, so I have a, a sip of each. I'm going to uh, fly through real quick. Uh, this is from the new Belgium Voodoo Ranger... Uh, IPA pack. Uh, all in all, I'm sorry not to cut you off, but um, isn't it cool when you have like residual funds from your parents to be able to have more than one beer on the show? Pretty cool. All in all, all right. Uh, can I have? Can I? Can I take an end of the show uh, test of excellence real quick? Yes. Test of excellence to. Um, I'm gonna get his fucking name wrong. Um, it's Adolf Hitler. It is not. It's uh, Jordan Whitehead on the New York Jets has three picks of Josh Allen tonight. Wow! Welcome. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Kyle, would you care to interrupt me? For what? Exactly. Um, the first one I had, I kind of went in descending order uh, at 9.5%. Uh, the Juice Force IPA, it's a hazy Imperial IPA. Uh, they're going for some flavor component that I can't identify. It's not like a guava or any type of like fruit that is not tropical because it's because they, they make a separate one that's designed to be tropical, but I, so I don't know what the flavor component is, but I don't really care for it. Is it serviceable? Perhaps, uh, but I would not get again. Oh, I can't remember what I originally ranked it, but right now I'm going to give it a 2 out of 5 flat. Um, then at 7.5% was the Juicy Haze IPA. Um, I think this is sort of the, the normal one they kind of advertise, uh, it's the white can with the, uh, the skeleton and the, the, the hat. Uh, this was okay. Uh, kind of your standard IPA, uh, they advertise as juicy haze, uh, those flavor components are you know, somewhat there. Um, they say IPA brewed with spice, yet they don't really give any a description of what those spices are. Uh, but this is probably the most serviceable out of the can. Uh, I'll give this a flat four out of five. Then there's the Voodoo Vice IPA, coolest can out of the pack. 
kind of got that, you know, Scarface look in the white suit. This one sits at 7.1, I believe. Uh, yeah, 7.1%. Uh, this one here. Somewhat more refreshing. Uh, th this has a, a very odd flavor profile where I, I feel like a lot of these, they just think, hey, here's our recipe for IPA. Let's just throw something ridiculous in to make our other version. I couldn't even tell you what their plan was for this. Uh, interesting, but nothing really to write home about. Um, I'd give this a 3.3 out of 5. And lastly was the experimental IPA sitting at 6.6%. Uh, this is actually the first beer I think I had out of the pack a couple weeks ago when I uh, started doing this. This, I think, is too similar to just the regular uh, Juicy Haze IPA. I have a really tough time distinguishing uh, the difference other than, you know, the ABV. It's a, it, it tastes just about the same. Um, so with that being said, I can give it basically the same rating, uh, more or less. Uh, all in all, I was pretty disappointed. I don't know what I was you know, expecting, but I, I for Voodoo Ranger... I like just the regular IPA. I wouldn't go out of my way to get a different version of this beer ever again. Uh, there's some people who swear by this this beer, but I don't know. Didn't really do it for me. So as a whole, this Friday pack, I'd call it two and a half out of five. Probably would not get again. I know you really stumbled your way through that, that review. Uh, uh, I, I got to be honest. I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> uh, I'll round this out then. I had the Bourbon County brand stout, the uh, brand Cherrywood from 2021, bottled at 14.2%. Um, it definitely drank a lot smoother than that. Um, being about two years old, um, the heat was pretty much non-existent on it. The Cherrywood just kind of gave it a slightly more... Um, oaky and vanilla note to it. Um, it was basically just kind of like a more mellowed down version of the traditional Bourbon County, um, being the exact same beer, just aged in a different type of barrel. Um, the viscosity on it was pretty good. It was pretty smooth. I mean, pretty pretty like easy drinking. I mean, I, I saved a final sip for the for the review. But I got through it pretty quick. Usually the Bourbon County, I can, you know, it's it's not really a struggle to, like, nurse it over the course of an hour. Um, this one, I was kind of just pounding down without realizing it. But, um, yeah, all in all, pretty solid. Um, I'll probably give it a 4.27. 4.27. Nice. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, man. Yeah, so don't all jump in at once. All right, hold everybody. It's kind of rude. It's kind of rude.
Um, I had something I want. Oh, and then just one last shout out to a family member, Chris Jankowski, for putting the uh, status up of the NFL weekend. Uh, Josh Allen is just Daniel Jones with a better arm. LOL. I don't even know what that means. Did he, so he just basically put up a status that says Josh Allen's better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Well, uh, where can they find us real quick? Find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk, Twitter and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's reliving your nostalgic childhood lunches or getting pissed off at the kids who got to eat better than you. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Make sure to find us wherever you find internet radio shows and podcasts. And next week, more fun stuff. Uh, hopefully not an angry Mike Mock or Kendall or Kyle. Uh, a continuing happy Massey. And uh, I mean, we're going we're gonna to keep our, our hopes real low for me. Keep them low. We're going to lose to Baker. All right. Until then, though, I'm your host of Cupcake to the Riddler. I'm Mock. Gene Washable. New. I'm Confused Souls. The Mask Chris Massey. And the Red of Red Baron. Yeah.